0: Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the Fastest Hour in Radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More, locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at CompleteAutoParts.net or OakwoodTire.com. On today's show, who should buy an EV and why? Career choices at Lanier Tech and Britain's Roads are going to pot. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident Carnot, and Tim D. a upholster to the stars, and surprise guest Dan and Pam from West Virginia. Yeah, they I didn't realize they were staying
1: through Thanksgiving. They won't leave. <laughs> and we did need someone to help with the dishes. Uh, so, you know, did you have a big crowd over for Thanksgiving? No, it was just us. So this
0: is the, what do they call it? This is the tryptothan. Tryptothan trip to pan. Yeah. Trip to pan edition. Uh-huh, right. Okay. And right. trip right. to pan oh, is Oh man, I am full. Trip to pan has nothing to do with too much to drink.
1: That's No, the, no, uh, no, no. No, no, no. Just, just it's just What just is it?
0: The chemical in the turkey? chemical
1: in the turkey? Right. Something okay. that makes you sleepy and feel well full and want to watch football.
0: Oh, really?
1: Or auto racing.
0: Well, there's no auto racing on Thanksgiving guys watched football i guess well there was it on oh, my we
1: were road watching the cheerleaders we, know we were know out on route 334 i got some redneck neighbors to get their four-wheel drive pickups out they love to leave rubber ah, all over the road Ah,
0: okay pam i gotta ask you black friday did you go shopping
2: i'm not much of a shopper no i don't and i did not wow.
0: <laughs> hang on to her dan not much of a right.
1: shopper
2: she'll make up for it some no. other
3: time uh, okay well uh, you know
2: maybe black friday's too many people you know? yes mm-hmm. i'm not a crowd person but they started it's all now black tuesday i think they start they know? started black friday two months ago
0: <laughs> well you know it's pretty tough when you've got the halloween decorations and the christmas decorations on display in the store at the same time And I'm, you know, we just talk about throwing the Easter bunny, you know, what the heck, what the heck, heck. all right, we we got some reaction to our uh, bumper sticker thing we did a couple weeks ago, Pam, first of all, I would like you to remind us of the history of bumper stickers, where they came from.
2: Well, the research I found there was a gentleman named Forrest Gill, and he's the man who literally invented the first stickers for the car bumper, and that was in the 1940s.
1: And what was the first, what was on the first bumper sticker? I could not
2: find what the first bumper sticker was. I wonder what the first glue
1: was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. That was as
2: specific as I could find.
1: Mm -hmm. Hmm. Born free, taxed to death. What,
0: What? Yeah, well, 1945. 45, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to think War. up some stuff. That... Mm-hmm. Now, Bill, you had an interesting uh, interesting take on the, the Calvin and Hobbes things that we see on cars. They're, they're not all very appropriate, but uh, the bumper stickers. What, what was the deal with, with the writer of that series? Well, Bill
3: Watterson was the writer of that series, and he was kind of a maverick in the comics industry. Calvin and Hobbes, of course, was ferociously popular. And Bill stepped down at the height of the strip's popularity because he did not like the fact that the funny pages, particularly on Sundays, were becoming so restricted he couldn't express his art properly. So he quit, and at no time has he ever authorized any merchandising of the characters he created in Calvin and Hobbes. So all the stuff we see is counterfeit? It's all counterfeit, and it's all unauthorized, and it all ticks off Bill Watterson.
1: You mean Calvin didn't really no Pee on a bow tie uh, I was trying to cover that up a little too slow tim 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 Tim.
0: he's so hard on, on all right well i pam has got a testimonial okay about first of all bill wilson being on the radio in person in and you know almost in the same room with him and secondly why she enjoys Bud's Garage so much, and the entire contingent of the West Virginia gang enjoy Bud's Garage.
2: Well, I have been listening to it for a long time, and initially it was because of my special friend is here on a regular basis, but. I am somebody who does drive cars, and I enjoy driving cars, but I have learned so much that I continue to listen to it now from my own perspective. And I would encourage anybody out there who has any drivers, younger girls, women, anyone who's alone, listen, you will learn an awful lot of information you may not pay attention to bill's voice is very helpful too i like that deep sound oh, there now we're, uh, so but
1: we're getting down to it now. Uh-huh. Thank, you. But thank you truly, very
2: much. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's a very helpful information site to get accurate current information and changes in the industry for care of your own car or even one you might want in the future
0: Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you saying that. Now, what's the address to send the check to? (laughs) You don't have to send a check.
2: But even the things that when we're talking about the stickers, here's one that's moved up and I got to read. It was, I bought this electric car because I like to sneak up on people. There you go. We're seeing the new age in bumper Mm -hmm. stickers since 1940.
0: (laughs) I apologize for being so close to your back bumper. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or something like that I no. apologize for being so close to your front bumper yeah that's it, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it.
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you can read this bumper you're too close <laughs> yeah
0: so, uh, alright it is uh, we're upon the time of the year especially Tim how many vehicles is it so far 14 14 13, 14? Yeah. including the ones I've hidden behind the barn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get the battery uh charger or battery maintainer this is
1: a huge issue at my house okay these uh you know seems like every single time i want to drive something that i that's that's not a daily driver i got an issue so i've started now taking the cables off but even then if the vehicle sits for a couple of months it still might not want to you know it might turn over slowly so it's best to have like a trickle charger, and a, I use battery maintainers. But I've only got so many extension cords. Well, that's know. true.
0: They make a they make a maintainer, and you can you can get these at complete auto parts that that'll accommodate several vehicles. Oh, really? Got like a bank of chargers on them. Yeah. Wow. And they've got you know they. they um, you can use those on power tools too okay. for those types of well, batteries. But yeah, hold you the can. the door put, open. I'll be right there. Yeah, you need four or five <laughs> different ones. The the difference between these and one of the things, the only thing that um, you got to remember on newer cars, today's cars have a bunch of computers in them. Computers are on all the time, and they, you know, they, uh, they draw a certain amount of amperage even if the car is not running. And the battery that's in the car may not be the You know the most uh, extreme battery you can get when it comes down the assembly line so you want to have a uh, I have a problem with my at-home generator Mm -hmm. battery going bad if you don't start the thing up every so often oh really yeah so I put a I put a maintainer on that the basic difference between a maintainer and a generator all right or a charger is a trickle charger will not shut itself off some will most Mm -hmm. of them won't a maintainer will take your battery to a float position and keep it there right uh trickle charger may not and a trickle charger can cook a battery if you're not careful and, and we have seen none of that them, happen yeah none of them will bring a, a battery back from doa that's for sure that's that's yeah, something right. uh, something completely different uh that you need but that's that's a basic take on and if a battery is charger.
1: is completely dead putting a uh a battery charger on it, it might not accept no. the charge. You might have to put a set of jumper cables in from another vehicle to fool it into thinking that there's juice, but the juice is really coming off of the battery in the vehicle that you're charging from so that it will finally accept the fact that it can put more juice in. And I don't know why that is, but why is it that it won't charge a completely dead you battery? You just
0: gave yourself a homework assignment.
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, this applies to our classic cars, and if you've got a classic car, where are you going to uh, get parts to update it or restore it?
1: Well, you're going to the Muscle Car Experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, that provide our podcast, so that if you miss any of this great information, you go to access WDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and you can listen to the show at your convenience, or you can go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime you like brought to you by the great muscle car experts at year one in cornelia back to you bud oh thank you so much we'll be right back here at bud's garage on north Georgia's news talk wdun Promises fail.
0: welcome back into bud's garage presented by all three locations of complete auto parts and oakwood tire and more
1: Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by all three locations of Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Tim, our next guest is
0: Beth Hefner from Lanier Technical College. I knew her as a child development teacher. She was mm-hmm. my neighbor. That's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> And she's now the Dean of Business, Public Safety, and Professional Services. Beth, it is great fun and good to see you, and welcome into Bud's Garage.
4: Thank you, Bud. I'm very happy to be here today. It's good to see you.
0: I will apologize on on the, on the air in front of you know, millions of uh, listeners here for what I used to do to you. <laughs> next, our, our shop was next door to child, child development, and there's probably an
1: irony in that because mm, anyway. yeah because yeah because of, yeah. yeah right so the students came right from her class to yours or yours <laughs> or, factors, or we could have, we yeah. could have traded <laughs>
0: students some days all right um but what we used to always start up race cars whenever we had somebody come visit and it would be the loudest one of course it was our cup car that we had i think it's still there in the school but uh, we didn't have the separation that the school has now i mean it mm-hmm. was knock right on the door. knock on the wall kind mm-hmm. of thing and i i apologize now for Starting up those race cars, we did.
4: No worries. It, the The ceilings did not meet, the walls did not meet the ceilings, so the exhaust would also come over into the classroom. So that was really. A-
0: that smell! <laughs> oh, there, there we go. All right. How long have you been in vocational education now?
4: Um, I am on my thirty fourth year at Lanier Technical College, wow. all at all wow. here in Georgia.
0: Where did you come from before you got to Lanier Technical College?
4: Um, I grew up in Mississippi, went to graduate school with the University of Georgia, go Dogs, and then I went to the University of Florida, Shands Hospital in Gainesville, Florida, where I worked with terminally and chronically ill children and their families. Um, my chi- my background is child and family development, so that's, I was there to help, you know, with those kinds of things at, when children are sick, and um then we decided we wanted to move back to Georgia, and I got this job at Lanier Tech in 1990 and been here ever since.
0: Now, you were teaching young people how to deal with children, and most of these young people did not have children yet. Uh, tell us a little bit about the transition. It's kind of like when people think racing is so glamorous, and. Uh, then you take them to a race right? and uh, they're out in the heat and the blacktop and all that and, and they don't get to see any of Las Vegas or any of those places where you race.
4: Exactly. Well, and in the technical college, you know, we, we'll have students anywhere from 16 to 70 and um, certainly in early childhood, I had a variety of aged uh, students. But the biggest thing for the younger students was they come in and say, oh, I love children. I want to work with children. And, and in the technical college, regardless of what program you're in, you're going to get some hands-on in. Interaction with actual real life situations um, pretty quick into your program, and you're going to find out if you really like children or not. So, did you have
1: do you hire children to come in? To, <laughs> to,
4: to <laughs> well, years ago, Lanier Tech did have a, a child care What extras? Like <laughs> in a movie or something like that? Bring in the kids, I would yeah. need a two year old no, here. No, we couldn't do that, but we would put them, they have. a, Three, two practicums and an internship Mm -hmm. throughout the program, where they're actually going into a school or going into a child care center or Head Start center and actually having
0: experience. Yes. (laughs) You're gonna start renting out the grandkids.
4: You know, one of the things too is a lot of. I would say maybe 70% of the students in early childhood already have jobs. Mm -hmm. So they are being sent there by the employer or they want to get more money or they're getting an incentive. The state has a lot of incentives to try to get child care providers to be more educated. So that's that's one reason.
1: Are are child care providers required in the state of Georgia to have some kind of training? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's good to know. Yes.
4: The, they have to have a minimum of a technical certificate of credit mm. from a technical college.
1: Well, I
0: see. I didn't realize that. Because, yep. you know, every so often you hear these stories about oh, I yeah. know, how, Maybe how they get started and stuff like that. yeah. Maybe that's
1: the problem with my kids is they didn't I know what <laughs> I the problem with your kids. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
4: yeah. They don't come with directions. It's no. very. No. Uh, very...
0: That's for sure. All right. Now, tell us about your new duties at the college as the dean of uh, business. Public, public safety, safety and professional services. Okay,
4: well, I am. I'm basically that we joke around the college that I'm the dean of everything else because <laughs> uh, if it doesn't fit into a perfect little mold, it goes into my program. Um, I have like as it says, the business programs, public safety, crim- which includes criminal justice and fire science, emergency management, and then professional services is cosmetology, aesthetics, early childhood, culinary arts, horticulture, interiors, um, you know, just to name a few. But there's 14 programs total. Um, So I was an instructor in early childhood education for 28 years before I became the dean, and that's been my passion, is to be able to help instructors do the best they can do, you know, with my own experience and knowledge that I have.
0: Criminal justice. Here's the irony of it, Tim. Mm. When I was teaching... Yeah. On one side, I had Beth's class. <laughs> mm-hmm. On the other side, it was criminal justice. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> anyway, it just worked out perfectly for us. All right, one of the things under your jurisdiction is truck driving. Yes, truck driving is a, such a, a huge demand right now, and you know you can make six figures, uh, six figures driving a rig. Um, tell us a little bit about that, and, and you know I know it's up and going and running mm. good, and they even have a diesel program now for you know repairing equipment. Right. Tell us a little bit about that.
4: So we just restarted our truck driving program last this past January, so almost a year now, um, and we've had great success. You know, we've had a lot of rebuilding to do, but the students so far, Knucklewood have wood, pa- all have passed um, their exams, which is, you know, the, the driving test itself is very difficult. There's so you actually, to it. Okay. you
1: actually put them in trucks? It's oh, yes. not just classrooms? No. the
4: last With class, a little kid. <laughs> we, they spend four weeks on the road.
1: Okay, road. Wow. so if you're
4: ever going up 365 between four and eight on a Monday through Thursday, you just might see um, some student drivers going that way.
0: Well, the trucks are all uh, they're all uh, uh, stickered up and stuff, aren't right. they? Right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Most of yeah. them. We yeah. have,
4: yep. Um, but we've had high demand. You know, they're if you qualify for financial aid, everything will be paid for. You may even get a little money back. Um, if you're at all interested in truck driving, you know, please, please contact us at Lanier Tech.
0: What's another one of your programs that's high demand?
4: Um, I would say fire science and criminal justice both are, you know, the jobs are out there. There's tons of jobs in all of my programs, really. If, it's, if, it's, if you're willing to work, we're going to get you a job. There are people every day looking for people in all these programs. Um, aesthetics is huge. We—that's uh, skincare. Um, this is a program that we have. We—we were—we had so many students wanting to get in that program. We were doing morning, afternoon, evening, and weekend classes.
1: And do you actually? Yes. bring people in that need some work yes. done
4: we have a salon bud yes tim yes i can i'll bring y'all some bro- i'll email you the brochure it's not
1: massage therapy
4: tim no, it's, it's, not it's massage. something no. it's something
0: completely different
4: but it's so much cheaper than going to the regular place No, it may take a little longer because mm-hmm. the students are on oh,
0: either one of us yeah. right Hell, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> but you know where they have to use trowels instead of the <laughs> instead of the little instruments. Yeah, go ahead. Right.
4: Uh, but yeah, aesthetics is is very high demand. Uh, culinary arts. You know, y'all oh, hey, y'all yeah. know what's been happening in oh, this yeah. county. I oh, know it's been yeah. happening all over Georgia. All these restaurants and right. and um so it's uh and we have a beautiful kitchen that King's Hawaiian um, sponsored for us when we built the new campus. It is. Uh,
1: how far do you go with that? The culinary is that how long is that program? Associate degree.
4: Okay. There's certificates also. You know, you could come in and just get a baking certificate if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But most of the students do the associate degree. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it's then you learn a little bit of baking, yes. frying. Oh yeah. Everything. Roasting mm-hmm. and whatever else. <laughs> is, you know, yeah, boiling. Yeah, boiling. <laughs> boiling. <laughs> uh,
0: no shaking and baking. All right. Uh, how can folks learn more about? your programs and all of the programs going on at Lanier Technical College.
4: LanierTech.edu.
0: LanierTech.edu. That was simple. That's simple. Yes. And yes. so many of these programs are transferable anywhere in the country. You can put it in your back pocket. Exactly. And if you live in Georgia you may not pay anything. Like you said, you may actually get money
4: back. Exactly, and that's the thing. You know, Take Early Childhood, we have this with several of our programs. We have articulation agreements. They can transfer their credits from the technical college to a four-year university. Much cheaper to do the per- first two years at a technical college.
0: Beth Hefner, Dean of Business, Public Safety, and everything else.
4: That's right. All
0: right. <laughs> we'll be right back here, at Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Got it. Into Bud's Garage, presented by all three locations of Complete Auto Parts and
1: Oakwood Tire and more. Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Our next guest is good friend
0: Brian Moody. He's been on the podcast, he's been on the show many, many times. Oh, yeah. And he has got some great information for people that are interested in electric vehicles. Brian Moody, welcome back into Bud's Garage. Hey, Brian.
3: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: All right. I don't know if these are the questions I should ask, but I'm going to ask them anyway. Uh, Why should we consider buying a totally electric car? What are some advantages and disadvantages of these cars?
3: Um, Electric cars typically deliver a different driving experience than a gasoline-powered car. I can certainly understand if people are wanting the more visceral feel of, you know, uh, a V8-powered car. That's one thing, but electric cars deliver a completely different driving experience. They're quiet, they're quick, they're more efficient, and oftentimes you can refuel that car at home. Hmm,
0: okay. Uh, Can you refuel it at home and make it make sense if you don't buy an external charger? Um, Or a fast charger, I guess we call it. What is it called, a stage two charger?
3: it would be like a level two. Yeah, level two you, you would get a level two at home. I think that if you were going to get an electric car and you wanted to spend the money on that, that because remember, we're talking about you're probably going to get a new car to begin with. You know there are some used electric cars, but you're probably going to get a new car. It's going to be worth your while to spend money to get a level two charger installed. Now, that being said, you don't have to do that. You can, if you have a car, let's say, that you only use occasionally, or you don't use every single day, you can drive a little bit and you can plug it into your regular 220 outlet, and it's gonna take many hours for it to charge up. But that is a choice if you want to do that. But for most people, it would be well worth the couple thousand dollars to spend to get a level two charger installed in your home. I mean, just the convenience of it alone.
0: Well, you, you, sent, you mentioned that you could plug it into a 220 charger, or a 220 outlet. Uh, can, are there cars out there that are using a 220 that aren't using a Level 2? Because I thought you just got a 110 uh, charger with uh, most most electric vehicles you buy.
3: You can do both. You okay. can plug it into a 110, and it will still charge up. It will take a long time, but it's going to charge up. I've done it before. I had a car that I was using, and I didn't use it over the weekend because I had a car that did you know it held more people I plugged into a 110 by the time Sunday came it was 90 90 percent charged so that's a choice that people can do if you want to you don't have to do it that way but I still think it's worth the extra money just to get the level two
1: charger mm, okay Brian a lot of folks have infrastructure concerns can you talk a little bit about that
3: well with anything that's new technology, there's always going to be some growing pains. Right now, it depends largely on where you live. So for example, we're sitting here in the studio with a Polestar 2 next to us. Polestar is a, a relatively new electric vehicle brand. They're expanding, and they're expanding in the southeast. So they're going to add seven new stores in seven cities over the next seven months. Well, the reason for that is is because in those locations is where people are demonstrating the most desire to have an electric car. We know California is probably the highest uh, adoption rate for electric cars, but also Florida and Texas are pretty high, too. So those types of concerns should be something that you think of before buying an electric car. If you live in the middle of nowhere and you don't have any idea where you're going to charge the car up, it might not be for you but it's just like you would do with any other 30 40 50 sixty purchase you got to do your research and figure out if it's going to work for you or not
0: yeah absolutely what's available and dependable in the electric vehicle segment right now
3: there's yeah. many different choices although this is the thing that we're sort of talking about is that like there are increasing choices right, right. so at one point electric cars were just a couple of maybe dorky hatchbacks and low mileage or low range cars today there's increasing brands and increasing models so if we stick to the polestar example for example there's the polestar 2 but they're soon going to have a polestar 3 which is an suv and i think that's important the more suvs we have that are electric the more people are going to sample that. Does it mean that they're going to live with that for the rest of their lives? I don't know. It's just going to offer more choice. But if you think about the electric car landscape today, it's not majority SUVs, but the majority of Americans are buying trucks and SUVs.
0: Right. Our guest right now is Brian Moody of Auto Trader. Uh teamed up with Polestar today to talk about EV trends, innovations, and designs. Tell us a little bit about Polestar. Is that a subsidiary of Volvo, or are they somehow hooked together?
3: It, it is. Uh, Polestar began as a tuner for Volvo, so they would take okay. Volvo parts and make them more high-performance. They still do that. Uh, you know, better brakes, better suspension, bigger wheels, tires, engine, all okay. that sort of stuff. Sort of like how you might see other European brands have like a tuner version, right? Like an M series something or other. Right. So that's what Polestar has been. But now Polestar has been spun off into a separate company and they are solely an independent EV automaker. They still do the tuning of the Volvos but they also are now a separate entity, just like you would see with, uh, say, General Motors has, has many various brands. They don't share, they don't coexist, they don't, you know, do the same thing. They just are different companies that happen to complement each other.
0: Now, increasingly, uh, we, we get stuff about uh, hybrid cars, plug-in hybrids. what what are your what are your thoughts on hybrids and i'm not trying to compete against the evs or anybody that doesn't make a plug-in hybrid or anything what are your thoughts on on the hybrid versus the ev debate
3: again i think it depends on what your needs are i think there are for some people because of their budget and their use a hybrid is going to work really well for them i don't know if the average person knows that you can get a car today that gets 60 miles per gallon but there's other people that want a fully electric car for their own reasons like for example they just want to use fewer resources they want to use um less of what the planet has to offer Polestar as an example you can get a vegan interior you see where that's going right like that's a person who wants to use less in all aspects of their life not just one car but when it comes to being on a budget like let's just say that you have I only have $10,000 to spend. You're probably going to get a used hybrid if you want the best bang for the buck.
1: Right. That makes sense. So what are your recommendations of the best all-electric vehicles?
3: Well, there are several that you can pick from. Uh, Nissan is a good one. Toyota has one. Uh, Polestar is a good one. They have a combined design and range with a very compelling electric car. Um, If you go to autotrader.com, you can research electric cars, both new and used, and figure out what you want by sorting. You can use filters to sort. I want this color interior. I want this much range. I want this exterior color. And you can use a tool like that. And it's not just Autotrader. There's other resources as well where you can find the best electric car for you. It's kind of like when someone says, hey, what's the best car ever? And use, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. 59 good luck
0: Cadillac. with that. Yeah. Oh, right.
3: but you know what? I have six kids. Okay, then it's not a 59 Cadillac. Then it's probably, you know, a three-row SUV. It just depends on what each individual person's needs are combined with their budget.
0: Yeah, okay, makes sense. Where can folks go to find out more?
3: For more information on some of the cars, I mentioned a couple of Polestar cars, you can go to Polestar.com. But also, if you just want more information on, say, car reviews and general shopping, buying, selling tips and advice, go to Autotrader.com.
0: Brian Moody, uh, electric car expert, transportation expert, really, Brian Moody of Autotrader. Uh, thanks for taking the time to be with us here, Bud Scratch. Yep.
3: Thank you, guys. All thanks, right. Brian.
0: We'll be right back here in North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN.
1: Welcome back in to Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More nationally-backed CarQuest-branded parts and the best national tire brands to keep you rolling down the highway.
0: Well, Tim, I've got an article that I came across that uh, said that Britain's roads are going to pop.
1: Yeah, that's a very interesting little tale that you posted there. Well,
0: because the roads in Britain where most of the people live are still in small towns. Mm -hmm. Some of them are still brick roads. Right. And they maybe have paved over and stuff like that. And they have got a tremendous problem with potholes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I couldn't I couldn't show it in the article here. I can't hold it up to the mic so you can see the person that is standing in a pothole, who is taller than me. Most people are, and he's standing in the pothole and you know waving at the photographer, yeah. in one of the potholes. Right. Do you know what causes potholes? What? Just. Bill, I, I was just thinking. When, you know, when these towns and stuff were developed mm-hmm. and they dug holes to build houses and stuff like that, it used to be the contractors could just dump that stuff on the ground. Yeah. And, you know, if it was wood or whatever, after a certain amount of time, it just oh, it just deteriorates, Right. Or, you know, an old tree or something like mm-hmm. that deteriorates. But that's probably one of the things
1: that causes potholes. Sure. And then the heating and cooling uh, yeah. of the ground itself. Yep. And- yep.
0: So, this this comes with a, a bunch of experts have raised concerns about the, the capacity of the current road infrastructure to handle EVs. Mm-hmm. Unclassified roads, which make up 60 percent of the roads in uh, in Britain, are largely rural, yeah. and the minor public roads are residential streets that people live on. Mm-hmm. So they're not worried about the lorries or the trucks over there, no, or even the on... EVs on the on the regular roads. Right. Um, but you know the unclassified roads which is where most of the people live mm-hmm. are caving in so they mentioned here the battery powered vehicles this is not news to us or you if you're listening can weigh up to a third more than gasoline or diesel, uh, diesel cars Yeah. and the UK government estimates there will be more EVs on the road in the future or some combination of EVs or hybrids mm-hmm. and stuff and uh, they're, they're very concerned about this so the asphalt Industry Alliance—that's a, partner a partnership between Mineral Products Association and Eurobitume. Is that right? Bitume, the stuff they put on roads.
1: Yeah, I guess bituminous. Bi- bituminous. Bituminous.
0: The two principal bodies that represent the county's largest road suppliers are concerned that are you know we don't anticipate heavier vehicles will hurt the the principal roads. But uh,
1: you know we've done stories on this before. Oh, okay. So this is the Asphalt Industry Alliance yeah, prepping the government to come up with more money. But here's the thing, I don't Bud. I didn't read that in there, Tim. Well, you okay. got to read between the lines. Okay, Bud. all right. Because see, they say according to government's optimistic forecast, ah. electric vehicles will account for four out of every five miles traveled by 2035. I don't think that's going to be true, but I think that there's going to be a lot of British people still driving MGs and Mini Coopers and that's riding the, bicycles. That's what the article said. The roads were de- designed for Ford Cortinas. Yeah, and right. And now you got these It'll big issues. and will still be stuff. driving them because, you know, who's going to buy an electric vehicle at what that's going to cost?
0: Well, w- what strikes me is, i got to ask Bill this because he, he would he would recognize the program being the... The trivia guy that he is. Do you mm. remember a, a, a series that used to be on British television called All Creatures Great and Small?
1: Yes, in fact, there's been two versions of it.
0: Yes, there are. And I've watched every episode. My mom, you know, religiously watched it. And uh, so I've, I've watched all the episodes. But, it, it, you know, it shows the little houses in the towns and the little mm. roads. And, you know, there's not a lot of room on the roads and stuff no. like that. And they haven't changed a lot of that.
1: Right.
3: And right. so,
0: you know, we're dealing with a completely different situation mm-hmm. here than we have in our country. But, it, we're, you know, it's worth taking note of because it's going to affect our stuff, too.
1: But again, I just see the Asphalt Industry Alliance is looking for that subsidy money.
0: All I can tell you is I want to thank the Hall County DOT. Or whatever mm-hmm. They paved our road.
1: Oh, they trip. did? Yeah,
0: no, I haven't right. taken... you have a little influence down I, there, but No, very, very <laughs> little. I haven't taken my Mustang out in almost three weeks, because they, hmm. they dug up the road and ground it up, and, you know... Wow, so there's still up. a
1: lot of loose stuff?
0: No, no. No, it's... And they came in, and they repaired it, and they did a wonderful job of wow. paving it. Uh, it's,
1: it's the first time I remember in 20-some years. Hmm. Did they, uh, did they cut those little grooves on the fog lines? No. Okay
0: okay they did not cut any grooves in it yet i'm waiting yet. for them to bring the dirt and spread it all over and the side of the road right. and, get, and get it all over and make a car. nice yeah, mess totally for you. Right. but we've seen a lot of heavy vehicles in our neighborhood because people are buying these little cottages that were built in the 60s and that
1: mm-hmm.
0: mowing them down and building big McMansions. houses right on the lake. Oh, wow. So we got all these big trucks and stuff that, have, that have tore the road
1: up. Uh-huh.
0: And I think maybe that's why uh, it got paved sooner than later, because of the people that are building some of the big right. mansions.
1: Okay. Now, getting little...
0: to the big mansions is still little crappy roads.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But thank you. It looks very nice. Sure. That's and, great. And uh, I can get my car out eventually. So it's all, it's all good. But... The heavy vehicles and stuff are going to affect all of us in the, you know,
1: oh, yeah. in the future. You know, as we've stated before, I mean, even parking garages, are they going to be able to hold the weight of these excessively heavy SUVs? I was that in are a parking EVs? garage at the, at the airport the other day and just felt that thing
0: move around as cars were driving. I'm thinking, wow. Wow. Yes, you know. Yeah. How much of this can it take when you get big Ooh, stuff on We'll find out. Christmas car giveaway. Oakwood Tire, 3120 Atlanta Highway is uh, taking submissions for recipients and donations to cover the cost of repairs for a car that they give away every year. Mm-hmm. Some years they've given away multiple cars. And, you know, if you've got somebody that could use a car, you know, let them know about them and why they could use a car, what they're going to do with the car, et cetera. And uh, if you want to make donations to cover the cost of repairs, insurance, cleaning, etc., etc. et cetera, the car is going to be given away on Tuesday, December
1: 19th. Oh, that would be awesome.
0: And you know what, what, what will be in the car? what some swag from Bud's Grotch. okay yeah and you know where i get the swag from ce joe's ce joe's does all our stuff apparel banners wraps etc you know if you don't have an idea well they come up with one they come up with one they're smart me and the crew they're they're amazing And and they've got things that you you just wouldn't think of you know i go in and i talk to tiffany who's a uh, I've known for a number of years, and I say, you know, what's what's the latest and the greatest, mm-hmm. and and it might be a water bottle, it might be you know coffee mugs or right. different things, for, you know, that'll fit in your cup holders for the car, stuff, you know, stuff you you wouldn't even imagine, and uh, they they will come up with the idea for you and, and get it done. Okay. So I uh, I went in and ordered a. <laughs> A large banner. I'll tell you about that in coming weeks before oh, Christmas. okay. But check out all the stuff they got going on at C.E. Joe's. C.E. Joe's, yeah. We do that. Okay. You know who also does that? Who? That is taking care of muscle car restoration folks like us.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. The muscle car experts at Year One who provide our podcast, so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to accesswdun. Click the links, push the buttons, and you can listen to the show at your convenience. Or you can go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime you wish. Brought to you by the great folks at Year One, the muscle car experts. Back they are to great. you, bud. They are great folks. Yeah. Tryptophan.
0: Tryptophan. What did you call Trip it earlier? Tryptophan. Tryptophan. What?
1: Fan. Ph. Ph. Tryptophan. That's F. It's Ph. Oh Tryptophan. Ph. Let me spill it.
0: Buds. I got it. I got it. Should. Will it be out of your system by next week?
1: Oh, yeah. Next week is December. You believe that? Mm, isn't that? Wow. Wow. That's something. You're not kidding. And besides, we have ravioli for Thanksgiving. Oh, you have ravioli for <laughs> Thanksgiving. It, 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 Thanksgiving. Italian hey, Thanksgiving. Don't forget,
0: forget the car show speaking of next, next Saturday. Oh, right. Uh, it's at uh, Road Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, time is noon to four, and it benefits Georgia Law Enforcement Organization. Uh, it's a it's a great cause. Okay. Uh, we talked about it a little earlier uh, with uh, Sam Madabi. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's going to be there. is going to be uh, going to be filming and uh, what cool. do we call it? Mav TV. It's going to be a great cause time. He's, he's on the TV because he's so much better looking than us.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But he's got an interesting story to tell too and mm-hmm. he's going to be on the podcast next week or two talking about Not only Sam Adavi, Mm -hmm. the modern-day Sam's Garage. He's going to take us back in time a little bit to Sam Momolo,
2: who did
0: Two Guys Garage. Right, right. And Sam and him are good friends, Mm -hmm. and they do a radio program together where they diagnose uh, people's cars. I can't remember what station it's on. I'll find out. But they do a three-hour show every week. And it's for people that call in and you know got serious issues going with their car. And between the two of them and the information they have in their heads and on computers, mm-hmm. they nice. figure it out. And they got it covered up. because Sam's for oh. my generation, and and young Sam Madavi is. A, he was born the year I graduated high school. So there you go. You're just you're just you're just oh, stupefied that I graduated
1: high school. Yeah. Yeah. They had right. high school then. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay.
0: Remember to keep between the judges, shiny side up. We'll see you next week in December, right here at Bud Scratch on North Georgia's News Talk.
1: WDUN,
0: have a great week.